and welcome to One Thing Queer. My name is Kelsey and my pronouns are she, her. And my name is Jenny Baton and my pronouns are they, them. Hey. Hey, friend. Why am I alone in this room? (laughs) (laughs) You're not alone. I'm there in spirit. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Where are you? (laughs) I am away on a work trip for a day and it just so happened that we could only record on this day so we figured out a way to record the podcast without having to give y'all another week off yeah definitely we're committed um and it gave us a chance to try out our phone call-in feature so um if you're kind of far away or in a different state we can i mean this is the option we have so yeah yeah (laughs) And I know the quality isn't the greatest, but we just thought it would count more if we did give you all a episode. And in this way, hopefully it sounds okay. Um, And obviously we won't always be using this. So we'll be back to our normal recording vibes next week. Hopefully next episode. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, hopefully next episode. Yeah, because we have a we have a I mean little wink wink. We have a guest for next episode, hopefully. So yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Exciting, exciting. So, so before we shoot the shit, we'll just let y'all know what we're talking about today, and then we'll go into shooting the shit. Sure. What <laughs> What are we talking about today, Jenny? <laughs> today, okay. So I had an idea. I gave us a homework assignment of um, watching the happiest season. Mm-hmm. If y'all haven't heard of this movie before, there was like a lot of controversy with how it ended. There was a lot of mad queer people out there, <laughs> including myself. Mm-hmm. And so we were just going to give our take on our opinion about the movie and like what stood out to us. I wrote down a lot of red flags I saw throughout the movie and I thought I'd show them today. So yeah, if Definitely. you want to jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could, uh, I will say, before we get into it, we'll shoot the shit for a little bit before, but before that little teaser. So Jenny finished the movie last night and was like, I'm pissed, <laughs> but that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let me, I'll, I'll let you know when I finish. And I, my response was, I'm not mad, but we'll, we'll leave it at that, <laughs> I guess. Um, so I'm that was very, I'm very curious. Oh yeah, I I'm, I kind of already have a feeling I know what you might be mad about. I'm <laughs> I'm I wouldn't say mad. I would say I, I don't know if you would have asked me this a year ago, I'd been like, oh yeah, I'm freaking mad with you. But I'm just my my Gemini is gonna come out real hard on this one because I'm gonna talk out of both sides of my <laughs> mouth, <laughs> and I I'm, love it. I'm gonna see all the sides, and that's that's where that's coming from. But yeah, so I don't know. How was your week? <laughs> My week's been good. I have my Reiki level two class on Saturday, so I'm very excited about that. I uh, earlier this week I had the ability to go print out my my book, so I'm like reading up on that. But yeah, I've I've been like working and also finding time to like relax because you have to really be in like a very particular state of mind when you're getting attuned in Reiki. Uh, so I've been on like this like eating healthy, drinking tea. I haven't drank alcohol in like I don't even remember the last time I drank alcohol. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, it's been a good week. It's been a. I'm trying to think of anything eventful that happened, mm. but 
I don't think I have anything. <laughs> at least not that at the top of my head. Not that, not anything that's that eventful that you're remembering at this moment. <laughs> mm, no, not really. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, kind of, kind of in the same way. Also, same week. I'm a little bit sad you're not here because I was gonna, I was gonna ask you to, uh, do one of your scans, do this, uh, the energy scan. I think that's what you call it. Oh my it. god! Yeah, I could do it. I could do it through uh, Zoom or FaceTime. Ooh. So after our call, we, we can do it. I can practice on you because I haven't, since I got to level one, I haven't scanned or worked on anybody mm-hmm. just because I've, I I don't feel fully prepared yet. And so I was like waiting for my level two. But hey, if yeah. you want like a pre-scan, I can definitely give it a go. Yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm uh, okay to be the test guinea pig, I guess. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> I was going to tell you, but I was like, oh, I'll just tell you when you get here. But then, like, you know, we planned this. So, yeah. <laughs> I can do it through Zoom. Ooh. I can do it energetically, friend. Awesome. Cool. Exciting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, did you? I finish my week? I forgot. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I know. Hot mess express over here. All of us. I mean, <laughs> all of us. I mean, this is all new to us. So yeah. I want to say, with us, everybody. I want to say too, it's a little bit hard not being face to face because uh, we talked about actually FaceTiming for this, um, but mm-hmm. the audio sounded not as good as this. But without the like body language, facial cues of when to talk, it's a little bit. <laughs> It's a little difficult, y'all. Yeah, but we'll we'll figure it out. This yeah. is our first go around. Definitely, so. we're getting through it. But yeah, this week was good. I was just working. Um, I actually like I've I've been waking up with like headaches, but by the time I'm like up and like I don't know ready for the day, they're gone, and it like felt great the last few days. Which, I mean, it That's could good. be it could be because I stopped taking the pill, and it could not also be that. I mean, I've been eating the same and doing the exact same things, so to me, it's probably because the pill. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I haven't like. I feel great. Uh, next week will be the true test of time, because, I mean, or true test of not taking the pill, because, um, usually, I mean, anybody who menstruates knows that you have like three weeks of the month where you feel awful, and then like one week where you, where you feel great. Yeah, <laughs> this is my week where I feel great. <laughs> so if I, oh, if I feel great next week, then we know that like that's I'm that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Oh my gosh, friend! I can't believe I forgot to say. Tell I me. totally forgot to say that I had a yeast infection this week, so um, that was eventful. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's my shooting the shit. Oh. I had a yeast infection this week, oh. so I. I had told Celeste about it, and she gave me. I, I'm gonna have to like link the company, but it's basically like a it's a boric acid supos. What is it? Suppository. Suppository. Yeah, suppository. Got it. Um, and this morning I felt like my because I I put it in last night. Mm-hmm. And, and this morning I literally like I got up and it felt like I like my my water broke like your water broke <laughs> it felt like that so uh, i don't know i don't know what that did but it definitely helped that's great yeah because i don't i don't know how you function sometimes like that because i have it i think i've had three in my whole life and like each time i just like balled up in a like curled up in a ball crying like like calling the doctor 50 million times to get me a prescription so I could get over it really quickly like I just don't I don't know how 
how you deal it's with intense. it. Yeah. Anybody with a uterus that has encountered a yeast infection, yeah. y'all know, yeah. y'all know what that's about. Yeah. And it's not a fun time. Yeah. That's actually like but. a future episode. We will be talking about uh, uh, vulva health and things like that. <laughs> so, Coochie. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. So that'll be fun. <laughs> look out for that one, everyone. <laughs> yes, look out for that one. Yeah. All right. Well, do we want to get into this movie? Yeah, let's do it. Oh. I want you to start. Okay. Well, I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would. Um, do we want to give like a brief, I guess, uh, like synopsis? Yeah. So do you want me to or? Do you want me to look up the synopsis? I mean, yeah, sure. If you want to. Yeah, so the movie is Happiest Season. Um, I'm a little bit saddened because it was directed by Clea Duvall, and I absolutely love her. Um, And uh, it wasn't that great of a movie. (laughs) 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 I I have some issues with the way it was filmed. Not filmed, I guess, the storyline. So I have the synopsis of the movie. It's the happiest season it's a young woman with a plan to propose to her girlfriend while at her family's annual holiday party discovers her partner hasn't yet come out to her conservative parents so all right fucking mess (laughs) it's a mess i feel like i can't go first because i feel like it's it's i don't know okay i mean i guess i can go first so we i mean we can go back and forth in points yeah yeah okay all right okay so first things first i mean so that's that's basically what it's about there's a little bit more i guess we can explain as we go um first things first Kristen finally looks comfortable on screen i know she's probably there's been other movies but in this particular character i'm like oh that's you i can like you don't feel fake at all like it's i know acting is supposed to be a character but like uh, she finally feels comfortable on screen or looks comfortable on screen. Um, yep. So that was really, really nice to see. Um, Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> I um, uh, I have more things also, too, like in the realm of like proposals and things like that. That's a little bit more of what kind of like resonated with me on that end. But mm-hmm. I mean, all in all, so we, we left off saying that you had said that you were upset and that I was like, eh, I'm not mad. So my basic my basic thing about this is that I because at the Bernie was watching the ending with me and he was kind of like oh it feels like they're both in the wrong and they're both mm-hmm. like the bad guy and to me it looked like they're not both in the wrong or bad guys they're just both afraid and not communicating well exactly and, and like that's the frustrating part to me <laughs> like um. Yeah, there's, 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 oh, I don't know, like, that's basically where I'm coming at from, coming from at that end, I guess. I have more of a list of red flags that Riley gave off for me. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. so the first red flag that I noticed was when Harper tells Abby to come to her family's shenanigans, and then she changes her mind the next morning. Mm-hmm. So that night when she's like, I want you to come visit my family with me for the holidays. It kills me that you're going to be alone on Christmas Day. And she's like, it's really no biggie. Like, you know, my parents are dead. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to, like, babysit some pets and I'll be cool. And she's like, no, please come with me. Have someone cover for you. And then she's like, okay, cool. 
And then literally the next morning, Harper's like, are you sure you want to come? You don't have to. Like, I fucking hate that shit. That shit pissed me off so bad. I'm like, bitch. What the fuck? Yeah. I get that. I get How, how did you feel about that? I was just kind of like, ugh. Like, to me, I mean, okay, yeah. If if this doesn't continue, then there's no, conf- there's no conflict in the movie, so it has to continue. But to me, being... <laughs> Uh, being who I am, if somebody switched up like that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm not supposed to go to this. I don't need, like, I would then hard no going with them if they changed their mind. Because, <laughs> like, exactly. that's what, so Kirsten Stewart's character maybe should have been more, Abby. In, yeah, Abby would have should have been more in, intuitive to that, I guess. And I don't know. It's, it just seems like, so we didn't get a lot of, of, um, time with them together of like how they normally interact it was very quick to me also the the part of the movie is like the like they could have spent a lot less time in the front half of the movie like with the like ice skating scene and like the competitive stuff between the two sisters they could have spent a Mm -hmm. lot less time on that and a lot more time on like the eventual coming out and like how the family handled it and like that i wish the time was spent not on the important stuff for me I agree. Yeah, because I was like, they yeah. they spend all that time like the family shenanigans, and then like the last thirty minutes is like when everything happened. But the movie's like an hour and forty five minutes long. <laughs> like, exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's I, a lot of like bullshit. Yeah. Scenes that yeah. weren't necessary. Well, in my and opinion. yeah, like bullshit things, and like they, I don't know. It was just a lot of treating Kristen Stewart Abby bad. <laughs> Like, oh, trust me, I have more on my list. My list is basically all about how how the family treated her. <laughs> not not how the family treated her, how Harper treated Abby. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think so. That that's what I was saying. Is like kind of mine is a little bit more like a counterpoint to how you're because I <laughs> it's a movie, but I I know you were like this is I don't know I don't know if I have a different perspective because I haven't really been in a relationship like this like. I'm yeah. I'm pretty much a, <laughs> as awful as, as it is. I'm a cutoff person. The, the minute I feel like disrespected, I'm sorry, you're gone. Like it's it's different for me. And I know that's not how everybody operates. And I know that's not easy for everybody. That's just how yeah. I operate. So for me, I'm like, oh, I would have been like, oh, OK, I'm out of here. Like I would have been gone like the first night. So Dude, same. Yeah. So, I, I'm the same way. I'm an Aries okay. and I'm, I have a lot of cap placement. So I'm very much like that, too. And this is why this movie pissed me off so much because I'm like, <laughs> Abby gave her way too many chances because mm-hmm. she made so many fucking, like, she treated her like shit. Yeah. Like, the next one I have is, uh, she says, uh, okay, so Abby says, she's my person and I want everyone to know that when she's talking to her friend, mm-hmm. um, who's played by, by Dan Levi. Yeah. Yeah, he's having this conversation because... Uh, Abby is shopping with him and and she's like I'm gonna propose to Harper and he's like he's like what like questioning her like why are you gonna like your your relationship's already perfect why are you gonna mm-hmm. go and ruin it mm-hmm. and she says she's my person and I really want everyone to know that and that kind of foreshadows <laughs> like mm-hmm. the opposite of what Harper feels yeah. like Harper later on in the movie you see that she does nothing she all she does is hide the fact that she's with Abby Mm -hmm. yeah I uh, that's that was kind of my personal um my like my issues with it is the like proposal talk like you know your relationship's perfect why do you like want to go you know 
Why do you want to participate in this <laughs> this marriage, I guess, uh, a socialized normative thing? I don't know. I, I feel bad saying that because it feels like it's disrespectful. But I also, like, I feel like it's archaic also. I mean, mm-hmm. like, my partner and I have been together for, like, 16 years this year and, like, we're not married. Like, I don't know if we will get married. We might one day. I don't know. And I just don't – my problem – my issue with it is that it feels the ownership thing it feels like ownership and Mm -hmm. the like asking for your parents blessing is or your dad's blessing is like super barf to me like (laughs) that sounds awful and like okay so again I'm gonna Gemini this because I see two sides to it like I see how like it would probably break my father's heart if my partner didn't ask for his hand like for my hand in marriage or whatever but at the same time I absolutely hate that idea of needing to ask permission from another like I think I even wrote it down like um her friend tells her like have you managed to get a man's permission to take ownership of an adult human woman yet (laughs) like like, I loved that line I loved it too because I'm like that's exactly what it is I know my father Mm -hmm. would probably be sad like, I know, but at the same time, like, I just, I'm, I don't need you to give permission for me. Like, I'm, and I feel sad because I am his only daughter, but I, you know, I just don't, I don't yeah. need that. I don't need that. <laughs> That's my own, that was my issue with that part is I was like, yes, say all of that, please, friend, tell her that. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. What was another red flag for you? <gasps> Another red flag yeah. was when they're on their way to Harper's parents' house and basically she tells Abby, I lied about telling my parents about us, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like a big red flag yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Like if you have, like that's a pretty big thing to lie about mm-hmm. and that's a pretty big thing to like hide and they had been together at that point for a year. Mm-hmm. So that to me was like oh shit like you know I like Abby probably felt like oh like ashamed you know like she was ashamed of her yes yeah well well, that and like this is where again this is where I could see both sides is that like for me it's more about the communication because I'm I'm like Mm -hmm. you didn't communicate I can't keep like I can keep important things from my partner if it's from a friend that's their personal business he actually is like don't tell me your friend's personal business he's very like good about that and but like if it was something big like if I had like you know uh, I don't know, a medical issue or something, and I would keep that from him, That I think that would be really hurtful and vice versa. Like, it's a, oh, yeah. it goes back to them too. Like, they just don't communicate well and they let their fears interfere, like, interfere with that. Like, I can understand Harper's fear of losing her parents with coming out. I totally, totally get that. But, Same. And if she doesn't come out, though, she loses Abby, which... But at the same time, she didn't – this is the hard part is the same time she didn't have to treat her like crap the entire time they were there. (laughs) Yeah, and she didn't have to tell her – she also – in that same conversation, mm -hmm. she's like, don't mention that you're gay. Yeah, yeah. Like, hide who you are completely. Mm -hmm. Like, like completely lie about who you are. But my parents will love you, like, just because you're you. But, I mean, being you means, you know, being yourself. Definitely. yeah, that includes being gay. <laughs> it's another another way of how the communication isn't isn't there is that one doesn't mind hiding their their, you know, sexuality, hiding who they are for fear of their parents. And the other is like, no, I don't want to be with somebody 
who's hiding themselves and that communication is never they they're not clear on that <laughs> like it's yeah fine. they never tell each other <laughs> yes. it's fine to not want to be with somebody who's not out that's completely fine but also then maybe this person isn't for you yeah, yeah you and know. you should have yeah but then at the same time harper lied about that so yes. it's like yeah you know mm-hmm. that's not i mean there's so many things that are <laughs> for abby like i'm team abby obviously yeah yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it might be kind of confusing if we're, I don't know, because the synopsis tells the story, but, but doesn't really tell the story, I guess. No. I don't know. So, yeah. so I guess like I'll, I'll kind of give a little bit more context to it. So they're on their way to go to Christmas. And that's when Harper stops and tells Abby that she lied about coming out to her parents and basically asks her to um to also to go back into the closet with her basically and they're going to pretend they're both straight roommates at her parents house and mm-hmm. i don't know i guess like hijinks ensue they almost get caught abby i mean harper treats abby kind of like crap the whole time because she's trying to show that she doesn't like her but she also brought her along on this trip because she doesn't want to tip yep. off her parents basically her parents are also not very nice to her i couldn't imagine it's weird because I couldn't imagine parents treating your friend that you brought with you like this <laughs> and yeah. like also also they're supposed to be seen as like the parents who need their kids to do good in life like they have a reputation to uphold but they treat this girl like garbage so like it's a little bit weird I mean I've so I'll, I'll finish this the movie and then we'll you know basically go for that so Abby does a series of of red flags. I mean, Harper does a series of red flags, basically treating Abby like crap and has, I guess, multiple chances towards the end of the movie to come out and say, you know, she's she's outed basically. But for her to um, own that and own in say Abby is my person, basically, and she she dodges that bullet both times and (laughs) doesn't not till the very end where she's like, oh, Abby's my person. I'm gay and it comes out. But by that point it's too late for abby i guess mm-hmm. um but then yeah. abby ends up taking her back anyways which i don't know i feel like everybody's level of forgiveness is different it's hard i don't know yeah it's up to her <laughs> it's up to her you're 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 right in that sense mm-hmm. i guess like i i feel like the reason i wasn't happy with the ending is just because in the ending like abby forgives harper mm-hmm. which i'm very much about forgiving but at the same time it's like they they were lacking so many like fundamental points like you said in communication Mm -hmm. and it's kind of glamorizing a very toxic relationship yeah and that's what i feel like it shouldn't have ended i usually love happy endings Mm -hmm. but to (laughs) me to me it was like it wasn't because i'm very well aware of like toxic traits now being the age that i am Mm -hmm. and and i think that's my whole problem with the movie is Mm -hmm. that it's glamorizing that it's okay to like not communicate to lie about who you are to be ashamed like i don't know it was just and then also the way she just made her there's so many times like i literally have a whole list on my notes of all the things that harper did to abby Mm -hmm. and i couldn't imagine doing that to someone i love yeah yeah, I I I get it, but I also get that the fear is so strong that you do crazy crazy things, I guess. It's but it's mm-hmm. also the fear is so strong because they haven't communicated. Abby also takes not that she takes anything um worse than she should, but there's an air of confusion on her side because Harper hasn't communicated how afraid she is of coming out 
and yeah. Abby's like at for Abby it's out of left field like <laughs> and yeah, doesn't like, like I'm so confused what's happening I was gonna go back real quick when I was um uh, re- like recapping the movie right now so there's a like what I was saying about them the family treating um Abby so horribly but also wanting to look like they have a good reputation it's very like narcissistic because it's like mm-hmm. it's I've had experience where somebody has cared more about looking like a good parent than being a good parent um yeah and there's times where even I'm like you don't do that. What are you talking about telling your friends you do that? <laughs> like, you don't do that. Like, and I'm, I'm kind of like out of left field, like confused because the communication is not there. And like, there, it's so in this movie, her parents are trying to look like, you know, people who would take in an orphan and who care about their children, but they're really, they, they just want to look like that. They don't care about actually being that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that's kind of my thing, too. I know everybody kind of has like a I don't know if you have like a, a soft spot for Jane, which is the the Harper's other sister. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you do. But for me, I, I just not that she I, don't, I feel like they pushed that character so hard into what she was that it was just mm-hmm. kind of like this is doesn't make sense they i don't know how they were i don't cuz i've i read a little bit of stuff and i listened to like uh, like another podcast on it basically and they were talking about that um she might have been like an autistic character or neuro neurodivergent um mm-hmm. and it's not that stuff i don't want to be like that bothers me <laughs> that doesn't bother me at all it just seemed like it wasn't organic to the the story she pops in and out saying wacky stuff but it's it's like there's a right way and a wrong way to do that if that makes sense like it's yeah it was just i it was just weird and it's actually so i have like <laughs> aubrey plaza is like the hero in the movie riley because everybody wants kristen stewart to end up with riley um, yeah and i've got to say i have this is the only time i have ever liked watching aubrey plaza i know like Shocker, you can all crucify me now. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone loves Aubrey Plaza and I just don't get it. And I feel like it's because it's the same vibe or the way that she acts or when I see her in things, it's the same vibe as this Jane character where it's just random, but not in a good random. Like, trust me, if you know who my partner is, I love random. (laughs) He's random as you can ever get. But it's just not in a like... I don't like a pleasant way. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I don't even want to say. I can pleasant. see how how she could not be like everybody's cup of tea. Yes, but she definitely acts. This is a character that's kind of out of her norm. Yeah, Aubrey usually, you know, is like the very dry humor character, mm-hmm. and in this, and this character, like she still has a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Like she still has a little bit of that dryness to yeah. her, but you see more of her emotions in this character. You see that she is actually like (laughs) playing a character. She's also so much more charming in this. Like, I'm like, oh, like, why aren't you like this in other roles? Gosh darn. Why doesn't anybody write roles like this for you more? Like, I really liked her in this and I don't know. I just, I know everybody wanted her. See, this is my thing too. Everybody wanted her, wanted Abby to end up with Riley in the end. And for me, that's based off of a few good interactions and they kind of bonded on one thing. And for me, it's, I don't know, coming from a long-term relationship, it's a little bit heartbreaking that you would, I don't know, like, like, because I feel like, I feel like Abby and Harper's 
issues could be worked on with communication and like a whole mm-hmm. lot of apologies from Harper, <laughs> like and mm-hmm. some actual changes, not just words, changes. So for yeah. me to to throw away, not throw away, but to not fix something you can actually work on, communication, something you can work on to for because they had a good because uh, Abby and Riley had a good time at the gay club. <laughs> like I just was kind of like, <laughs> I like her. I trust me. I like Aubrey Plaza a lot more than this one. And they looked great together. But I just, I'm like, it was one interaction and it's, you don't know how she is normally. I mean, Abby put in the same situation could have acted the exact same way. I'm mean, not Abby. Sorry. This is going to get confusing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Riley put in the same situation with the same fear could have acted exactly the same way Harper did. We just don't see that. Yeah, you know, and it, for everybody who doesn't or hasn't seen the movie and doesn't know um, how the Riley character falls under this whole situation, Riley was Harper's first girlfriend in high school, and because Harper had so much internalized homophobia, someone found out that they were dating, but she ended up saying like, "No, we're not dating." She's obsessed with me, kind of like a mean girl. Yeah, moment. it's really fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, and mm-hmm. and so that was really fucked up, and then that got kind of gets played again towards the end of the movie when when uh, Harper's sister mm-hmm. Sloan outs her sister, and so they she Harper basically does the same thing to Abby. She's like, "No, we're not together. That's a lie," mm-hmm. and that's like the moment where I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Like that would fucking hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that I think I think that's just it. I wasn't mad or pissed. I was just kind of like, "Ow, that was hurtful." Like that's yeah, it's painful. I don't know. I I can still <laughs> I sound really bad, but like I can I can <laughs> still see both sides. I can see being that afraid. My problem is yeah. my problem is not that one was afraid and one was stuck in stuck back in the closet. My problem is that there's no communication, and that's yeah. even more evident. Like so. Abby gets I mean uh, Harper gets um her parents try to set her up with an old boyfriend and they go out and they go out with their friends and she kind of treats Abby like crap the whole time they're with the friends and like doesn't even like hey treat her like a friend basically and she ends up staying out super late with the ex-boyfriend and like doesn't text Abby back like Abby is like hey I'm I just got home let me know when you get home basically like I just want to I just want to know you're safe yeah this this is an issue for me I like I just want to know you're safe like because to me like it's super disrespectful like my uh, my mom hey mom um (laughs) my mom taught me I'm saying hi to her (laughs) like I would my mom never made me worry about where she was when I was a child never and the same return to me for her was to never make her worry where I was and to me that's the uh, one of the the like most hurtful things you can do to someone you supposedly love is make them wonder what's happened to you and mm-hmm. I don't think that's to me I was like oh like oh how dare you not you don't have to like it's not about like tracking your partner it's about like hey I got home you're still out in the world it's 2 a.m. I want to know you're alive and that's it like other than that have fun and then Abby confronts her on it in the morning and Harper's like, why are, well, I didn't know I had a bedtime. Why are you keeping me on a short leash kind of thing? And it's like, dude, like, wow. It's, I don't know. That kind of made me feel also, because she's out with her ex-boyfriend, right? It kind of made me feel that, like, she still might have feelings for him. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I don't know. Because she never says if she's bi or lesbian. 
So I'm yeah. like, why wouldn't you just be like, hey, dude, like, uh, I'm really not. I, I mean, to me, if it's an ex-boyfriend and I'm in that situation and I'm gay, I'm like, I, I'm not I'm not hanging out with you. I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't need to give you the time of day. <laughs> like, it's, it's exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm in that situation, I'm like, no, I don't want to go to dinner again. OK, bye. <laughs> like, I'm going to go yeah, hang out and like, yeah, it, that that was I was like, uh, OK, this I just yeah. I'm not one to give people time that I don't want to be there. <laughs> so that was yeah. frust- that was frustrating I, for me. <laughs> that was very frustrating for me too. That was on my list. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had wrote down all the quotes that she had said. Yeah, I just, like why wouldn't I be okay? Yeah, <laughs> and then she was like, I didn't know I had a curfew. Yeah, what are you keeping tabs on me? I feel a little suffocated. And yeah. then after she said the line of like, I feel a little suffocated. Abby's yeah. like. Oh, okay. And then she bounced. Yeah. Which is what I would do. I would have done too. I'd have been like, okay, I'm out of here then. It's it's just a respect thing. To me, like, uh, like I've had like, uh, like family members joke because like my partner and I will be like, hey, I'm here. Or like a text like, hey, I'm this. Like, it's not. It's respectful. It's, it's, hey, I'm letting you know I got here safe and you don't have to worry. I'm not in a car wreck, you know. Uh, in a hospital somewhere that that you don't know how to find me like it's I I mean that's morbid and like really (laughs) like a really dark way to think but it's also like I you know it's it's nice to I feel like that's respectful and I feel like that's communication and I mean shoot me I guess if (laughs) if that's not uh that that's what I want for my relationship you know I I think a lot of people would want that too and I think that that's mostly what for me this movie lacked is the communication like, I don't know. The family was like super mean, <laughs> like mm-hmm. very toxic. You you can see where the toxicity comes from mm-hmm. um, with Harper's relationships. Yes, it yeah. comes from her family and like all, you know, her internalized homophobia that she feels and shame mm-hmm. because of how she grew up. Yeah, I'm more but. curious too. Do you think that people wanted besides the like on screen? Um, I guess their chemistry because Kristen Stewart and and Aubrey Plaza did have more chemistry. That's um, Abby and Riley did have more chemistry. And I think it's because they're both actually queer in real life. (laughs) Um, So it wasn't like kind of, you know, pretending. I don't think Mackenzie is, which is Harper. Um, But I don't know. You can just kind of feel it. I I mean, I didn't look up Harper, but the other two I know. Um, Yeah. So I wonder if that, but I also wonder if the the reason so many because of the the connection or like the the vibe they gave off, I wonder if it's uh, part of it is also to because Aubrey looks more queer than Mackenzie did because Mackenzie's kind of more like a like super like kind of hyper feminine like I don't know I feel like it falls under chemistry because think of like the movie Disobedience I don't know if anybody has seen it but Rachel McAdams and Rachel Wise have crazy chemistry and i'm pretty sure they're both straight Hmm. so i feel like it just falls under like the chemistry definitely you know yeah yeah i totally i don't know i guess they yeah they did have i don't know to me too like they had chemistry but like it's just because we saw them having fun we never saw the other two having fun ever like even in their before scenes yeah (sighs) like they didn't which i feel like that falls under like the creators of the movie yeah yeah which that's what i was saying at the beginning i'm a little bit heartbroken because i love cleo duvall like oh like i love that i'm gonna say them because i'm not quite sure what she identifies as but i'm good like love them so it's it made me sad 
Yeah. But I don't know. Very disappointed. Yeah. No, I, I was going <laughs> to bring up too, like, this movie also plays into, like, for me, because I felt myself, until I went back and, like, looked at, like, the red flags of what Harper was doing Abby, I just felt annoyed. I felt annoyed that, like, it was so, I know, I felt, I felt annoyed that it was so harsh on Harper, and I was like, <laughs> like, dude, like, she doesn't want to come out like it and that's just because they haven't communicated like nobody should be forced out and then her friend john finally says it that like everybody finally tells abby like everybody has a different story and coming out has nothing to do with you basically but mm-hmm. i like i was like oh finally at least they said it in this movie finally like i don't feel like i don't feel like anybody should be forced into a closet and out of the closet but that needs to be communicated to each other. And it's okay to not want to be with somebody who doesn't align with your way of life in that way. You just don't yeah. be with that person. You find somebody who agrees with you that you're not going to be out and you're going to stifle yourselves. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's fine. But don't expect somebody to – don't force them out or force them in is more what I was feeling. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, so, <laughs> so you were saying, oh, I just want to touch real quick last night because you were like, oh, like, I love that we disagree. And I was like, ah, we don't disagree. Don't worry. We just, I'm just not <laughs> angry because <laughs> I figured, yeah. I figured we felt the same way. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just not angry. I guess. We, yeah, we had commonalities. Mm-hmm. I was just angry because yeah. I was just like, I hate the glamorization of toxicity. Mm-hmm in relationships because I feel like it happens a lot in a lot of movies and we don't really as a community we don't really have that many queer films like as far as like the norm Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) most films uh captivate more heterosexual relationships Mm -hmm. so I think that that's why it really upset me was because I wish we had more of a realistic and more of a representation of a healthy queer relationship because growing up honestly from my experience I didn't really experience too many Mm -hmm. with my friends you know throughout high school it was a a lot of toxicity and honestly that's one thing that really scared me was like before coming out I'm like I don't think I could ever be out because everything looks toxic you know I I, there wasn't that many queer films out there representation Mm -hmm. of you know, queer couples where it was like successful. Yeah. So uh, that's that's I think where my anger my anger kind of stems from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I it's not it's not really helpful to the community if all the queer movies that are out there are of toxic relationships. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. it's you know that doesn't really help. But I don't know. I feel like too. I feel like even I, I haven't seen that many either. And like because I was just thinking of like. Also, so the movie is, like, super sterilized. Like, it's a quote-unquote queer movie because it's made by queer people and there's queer people in it. But it's very, like, Hallmarky and, like, Hallmark, Hallmark yeah. Channel. And I really can't actually stand those movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I was a little bit yeah. like, ugh, this is, like, not fun because of that aspect. And it's like they, yeah. it's like they wanted to call it that, but the only reason it's queer is because it's two women in this movie. Yeah. And it's, they kind of just kind of try to shut everything else up about it. We don't really even get to see Kristen Stewart you know be a queer female we don't get to see like we don't you know we don't get to see any of it really like 
you know, even yeah. her friend John, um, who is it, Dan Levi, um, he's a gay man, and even him coming into the movie, he has he pretends to be straight. So it's like, yeah, like you know, I don't know, which he's hilarious, but like it doesn't, I don't know, it's we don't even get to see their inner element. Like I, I don't Agreed. know. Have you ever seen that movie, Blue is the Warmest Color? No, I've heard of it. Oh my gosh, Jenny. Okay, if you've all seen it out there, <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about, but. Like, it's a really good movie, but the relationship is also – it's it's two women, and the relationship is also very toxic. Like, mm-hmm. it's really – it's like a uh, – like, it's a really sad and horrific ending, but it's like, you know, I mean, because you're finally like, oh, my gosh, you see, like, really intimate moments between the, between these women in a regular film. It's a French film, and it's all in French. I believe it's French. Um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Um but it's it's you know we get to see a lot more of what you know what you would see in like a quote like a straight movie like it's the same kind of um interactions but it's between two women and but it's still a super toxic relationship like yeah it's frustrating you guys need to watch that by the way (laughs) i shall you shall shall, friend yeah but i don't know that's (laughs) kind of what i got i don't know i i feel like Mm -hmm. i feel like if we didn't explain the movie that well i'm very sorry but i mean it's on hulu if anybody wants to watch it you're interested um and i know it's like a christmas movie but yeah i just i I thought it was important for us to have this conversation about this movie because i mean there are so many opinions but i remember when it came out there was a lot of controversy about it okay yeah Mm -hmm. wow yeah i was uh, i will admit i was uh, in addition to that podcast and i was reading um i'm (laughs) i like reddit so i was reading some reddit posts about it and for me everybody was just so so like unnecessarily harsh on harper i'm like she has criticisms for sure and the way she treated abby was not okay for sure but the amount it was like she should die like (laughs) the amount of harshness i was like whoa whoa like not one person was like giving that angle of being like okay we're all scared kind of thing I don't know. I just yeah. I'm I'm very much in the mindset of of just because you believe one thing doesn't mean you automatically don't believe the other thing. I feel like that's where conversations need to be had, and that's where communication comes in. <laughs> yeah, I'm. That's why I'm glad that we like you know we had definitely we had commonalities mm-hmm. and opinions, but I really. I I never honestly I'm I'm not even gonna lie I never saw it in your viewpoint. So oh. I. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think all of those are red flags for sure. And the way she Harper yeah. treated Abby is not okay. But I also think we've talked about this before that you can't change someone back with hate. It unfortunately it takes also love and understanding to I don't know. Mm-hmm. I hate to say be the bigger bigger person because there's I've spent a lot of my life doing that with family members. And it's really frustrating <laughs> to have to be the only one that ever holds themselves accountable. And yeah. it's tiresome, but I also mm-hmm. I think it's also brought me to where I am today because, like I said, a year ago I would have been pissed off right there along with you, and like not I would not have been able to take a step back and see the full context of everything. I would have just been like, nope, mad, not going to hear anything. Like <laughs> that's <laughs> you know, not I'm not saying that's what you're doing at all for sure. I'm not, um, but no. yeah, no, and I, I think for you. I, unfortunately you recognize the red flags easier than I do like and mm-hmm. unfortunately you've experienced those red flags and I haven't really so for yeah. me it's it's hard to 
I it's more like my gut feels icky other than oh I and I quite can't quite figure out why that is just yet but you see Mm -hmm. them more clearly than I do yeah I think it's just been like being in multiple like you know as an adult being in so many different types of relationships Mm -hmm. and a lot of them being toxic Mm -hmm. you know I think that's kind of like the difference of perspective of of where it comes from because you you've you know I'm sure you've gone through stuff with like your partner but like for the most part like it's been a healthy relationship yeah I mean because I feel like if if you did if you if it wasn't like you wouldn't have made it this far yeah you you know took the words right out of my mouth (laughs) yeah for sure yeah it wouldn't have been we wouldn't be going on this long if it had been anything that wasn't uh, a communication problem if it had been anything you know more than that yeah this would not yeah. be this would not be where we were so definitely and I, I feel like a lot of it is being held accountable and like holding each other accountable mm-hmm. and yourselves accountable mm-hmm. and that's yeah. where I feel like a lot of relationships lack when it comes to toxicity in relationships I've noticed that that's usually yeah how it plays out well and it's also I mean it's it's taking the accountability and it's um a, it's communication it's willing to you know, I'm not going to say everything's been perfect. Like, you, we know what we've been through. and But the difference is we both wanted to, like, make it work and communicate. And I don't say make it work as if it's not, you know, it's it's really almost never work. Like, it's, <laughs> I will say it's a blast. We have a blast. Like, I'm, I'm really laughing every day. And yeah, it's, to me, that's because we worked on the communication. And if anything is miscommunicated, miscommunicated we handle it then like it's Mm -hmm. not hours from now it's no guessing games like I don't want again we're not perfect it took a long time to be able to communicate this way it's it really Mm -hmm. really did and but since we've been able to do that it's like it's been great every year keeps getting better so I just you know but I think it takes the right person I don't think you just continually keep communicating with somebody who's not willing to play ball with you and I don't want to I don't want to say out there if you're in an, an abusive relationship, just, hey, just communicate. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's it has to be the right person also, you know. 100%. Yeah. And it is fundamental. And mm-hmm. I feel like um, probably our generation, because of our parents' generation, I feel like a lot of boomers struggled with communicating yeah. and like keeping things in because like, of you know, the era of machismo and mm-hmm. the era of you know, just being quiet because of what society tells you, you know, as someone that's like AFAB or just anybody who's literally suffered any form of abuse Mm -hmm. or whatnot, you know, you've been silenced and you've been taught to be silent and you've been taught to just accept things and accept things that you wish were boundaries, but you weren't able to like vocalize them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're moving more towards you know, vocalizing what it is that we need and finding that importance and realizing how important communication is because if you're not communicating, you can't really get far. (laughs) You're going to be, there's going to be so many moments where people, like if you're not communicating in your relationship, you're going to have so much pent up energy Mm -hmm. and you're basically going to terminate the relationship if you're not communicating Yeah, eventually. Like there's no way to succeed without communication yeah i mean the in my opinion the getting or terminating the relationship is the good outcome it could manifest in so much different so many other ways where if you're pent up and it can manifest in other ways that are super not good and not you know 
in in violent ways it can manifest manifest and that's that's where obviously i'm not talking about communication is there <laughs> like you know that's uh, once it's at that point it's time to if you can peace out like you mm-hmm. know yeah it's just what would be best for both parties of course yeah but yeah yeah those are those are my hot takes <laughs> <laughs> i love it that was great i think fi- i figured i had a feeling of what you were gonna yeah. what was made because i was like oh i could tell jenny's jenny that's what's <laughs> that's what's <laughs> happening i could feel it <laughs> you know me yes far too well <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's the movie, everyone. So um, that is the movie. So go check it out on Hulu if you want to get mad. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, please let us know if it made you mad. Also, if you have a different viewpoint, um, if you yeah. see a different perspective, if you've experienced the same thing, let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we could do our social. Sure. I'll let you take over, friends. Okay. <laughs> um, you can follow us on. Uh, at one thing queer on instagram and my personal instagram is specs right x and my personal instagram is at jenny lynn bouton and my witchy page is at celestial white witch and if you'd like to share your opinions with us feel free to email us at one thing queer at gmail.com yeah and you can also follow us at on tiktok at one thing queer podcast um there's some that we have to post that are really funny so i'm excited go check those out go check those out and yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed yes and i hope, hope you guys enjoyed i hope the phone call interview wasn't too <laughs> too bad or anything let us know feedback is always appreciated yeah let us know how it sounds how we could improve if you have any tips and tricks we yeah. are literally figuring it out as we go for sure but yeah i guess we will see y'all next week I'll see you next week. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. 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 Graphics by BexUniverse.co. Music by Jacody.